0: just can't. Sorry about that. I was testing my microphone and it works, everyone. So that's great. Welcome back to the Chamber of Secret Books podcast. I'm your host, Cameron, aka the Chamber of Secret Books. And I'm so happy to be back with you all. It's It's been a year, hasn't it? It's 2023 has been quite a year. Had some ups, had some downs, had some all arounds, had some lefts, had some rights. But 2024, please don't bite. Boom. <laughs> This microphone, it really does something to me. I'm not lying. It changes me. It changes my character. I get smarter with a microphone. I can rhyme in no time. Okay. Sorry, enough of that. Nobody signed up for that. But anyways, welcome back. Um, I hope you all had an excellent, excellent holiday. If you celebrate Christmas, whatever you celebrate, if you had off from work, I hope you got to relax and chill. And, you know, those murky days in between Christmas and New Year's where time loses all meaning and there's no structure to life anymore. I had some time to think and I thought about, All the books that I'm excited to read in 2024. That's what I thought about. I said, let me look up what's on the market soon. And let me do my (laughs) pre-orders. And speaking of pre-order, I hate toot my own horn into self-plug promo, but you can pre-order my book. Oh my god, what's that? I wrote a book? What the hell? Um, I'll look for you everywhere, is what it's called, and it's a romance, a spicy romance. If you don't like spicy, then certainly not the book for you, I'm sorry. Set in a small northern town in Italy, which... I know, call me by your name also is set there, but where my family's from happens to be in the north and it's a small town. So unfortunately I'm still in the lingo. But small town during the summer between two childhood friends who come back to their hometown for the first time in years for the wedding of her older sister and they were neighbors growing up and they didn't really ever talk you know it's like she's best friends with his little sister but she's not gonna talk to the older brother you know what I mean very much a me thing I guess I was projecting but then Things change. They've grown up. Maudelin, our girl, she's grown up, if you know what I mean. Mm. And Theo, our boy, has noticed (laughs) her growing up. And of course, he's hot. (laughs) Okay, he wears a white (laughs) t-shirt. And he smokes cigarettes, which is hot. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. But anyways, that's what my book's about. And then it's about their summer together. And it was a real joy to write. So if you want to pre-order it, I would really, really appreciate it. Um, If not, that's fine. No, it's fine. Like, I get it. You just don't. You don't like me. You don't like my writing. It's fine. Like, we'll move past this, okay? But just know, like, for now, it hurts a little. It hurts a little. (sighs) Anyways, sorry about that. (laughs) Let's move on from my book, which comes out in 2024. And let's talk about some other people's books, you know? I thought, what better time than to talk about new releases that I'm super uber excited for. And I'm always itching to buy a new book, you know, which is one of my 2024 outs. I don't know if you've seen the ins and outs trend going on where people will list all the ins of of, I guess it's a reflection of twenty twenty three the ins and then the outs things they're not gonna take with them in the new year and things they are gonna take with them in the new year and one of my outs is just buying books because I'm bored I gotta stop with the overconsumption especially like moving to a new country and having to move all the books from America to Italy it really showed me and like having to you know, pack them away and see how many of them I haven't even read yet. or I'll probably never read. It just it made me feel bad. And so I'm really trying to only buy books that I really, really, really want and that I know I'm going to read. And I'm using my Kindle more often because a lot of the books are on Kindle Unlimited. And then if I don't like them, whatever... And if I do like them, then I can buy the physical copy to add it to my library. Blah, 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 blah. But that is something that I got to stop doing because it's, you know, and I will say TikTok and Instagram have been a large part of the reason why. It's like you see everyone with these like really creative videos about books that you're just like, oh, I need to buy that book right now. And something takes over me. Like I can't, I can't rest until I have that book. And then I don't read the book, which is insane. What am I doing? What the hell am I doing? Stop it. But I, but you know, I, I, so I just got to take a minute in between the time it takes me to watch the video and press purchase a book. I need to think to myself, Cammie, are you going to read this? Are you going to read this right now? And if the answer is no, if I'm in the middle of the book, if I have a bunch of other books that I'm going to read before, then pause, press pause. It'll still be there, baby girl. Don't you worry. That's one of my outs for 2024. Um, one of my ins is just reading really good, inspiring books that will motivate me to write my own books. I'm really, really dependent on other people's writing when I'm writing my own book. I need that inspiration. I, need, I love to see how other people think how other people articulate thoughts and feelings and it really helps me with my own writing and it like opens up a new part of my brain when i read things you know that are that are um i keep saying the word inspiring but but that's it inspiring to me so that's what i'm i'm searching for i'm searching for those books you know that that'll get me but before we talk about books before we start every episode i like to talk about other Mm, I um uh, I always call it medias, but that's just not right. Like other things besides books that I've really been loving. So let's talk about it. One, okay, I have a few things that I want to talk about. One is a show called My Demon. My Demon. It's a Korean drama on Netflix, and oh my god, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Um, my girlies, all my romance girlies, all my fantasy girlies, come hither, come with me, follow me as I take you on a journey of the most delicious slow burn romance with like a thriller aspect to it. So it keeps you on your toes as well that you've ever seen. I found this out because a lot of, um, people I'm friends with on Book Talk and Bookstagram, we're all talking about it. And I kept seeing these scenes and I'm like, what is, what is this? What is, what is this? And why don't I know about it yet? So then I started it and they were not wrong. This is one of the things that they're not wrong about. You know, TikTok's been wrong before, but this one I've been loving. And basically a summary of the plot is that we've got this rich, powerful, beautiful girl and her sort of like, Mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Her foster mother, like it's not her real mother, but she took her in when she was a baby, um, is always trying to set her up on these like blind dates and she likes to make her happy. So she's like, fine, I'll go on this blind date. Don't get your panties in a twist. So then she goes on the date, but the hotel that gave her the name of the restaurant mix up the name, so she's sent to the wrong location, and lo and behold, there's a singular guy at this restaurant who booked out the entire restaurant for himself, <laughs> so obviously, she thinks it's the guy she's supposed to go on a date with, so she walks in, she sits down, she goes, oh, oh my god, like, you're a little beautiful, sir, this is kind of new, like, she doesn't usually set me up with these gorgeous folks, but then he opens his mouth and he's a rude son of a beach. Okay. So, and he's like, what are you doing here? Like I rented out the restaurant for myself and she calls her foster mother, her savior. Okay. She calls her the almighty and the guy that she set up on the date with happens to be a demon, a demon. So he hears that she works for the almighty and he's like, oh my God, she works for God. That's my nemesis. Cause he's a demon. You got it? So anyways, there's confusion. There's miscommunication. So they stick out on the date because each of them thinks that they're being set up. And there's tension. He touches the small of her back. (laughs) And it's so funny because right after we watch My Demon, we watch True Blood, which is the most graphic, explicit show of all time. My mom literally calls it porn because, you know, you see all everybody's itty-bitty titties and whatnot, you know. Nothing's left to the imagination. So compared to My Demon where, you know, they're just gazing at each other across the hall and your heart is in your foot and then to see True Blood, it's just, it's interesting how different, I think, Western television is from like these k-dramas um and i love them both equally but they're so 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 different so if you like a slow burn romance then i highly recommend my demon and if you have any other k-drama recommendations i've seen crash landing on you and my demon so far and love them both and i'm always looking for more romance 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 okay so that's my my little bit of other things that have been consuming me. Thank you very much. And but let's move on. Ow, I have a Charlie horse in my thigh. Um, let's move on to books that I'm super excited for in 2024. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. I will read all of these. And that's how I know that they're important to me, okay? They're not just these willy-nilly one-off videos that I see. That I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy this book. And then I never read it. No, like these are... I'm planning my year around these books. Because um, I am a devoted, loyal, loyal reader of these authors. So let's get into it. Um, There's only three there's only three that I that I can say with certainty that I will be reading. I would love to know everyone else's most anticipated reads. Um, yeah, so I can add more to my list. Because don't get me wrong, I love a trip to the bookstore, you know? And if, if persuaded, no, Kemi, I'm doing, see? You see how easy I give in to the buying of the books? Oh my God, you just caught me mid-podcast doing that. Ugh, I'm gross, I'm gross. Anyways, let's, let's get into it. Okay. The first book is by the one and only Ali Hazelwood, who wrote my favorite book. I think of 2022 it was. It, hands down, The Love Hypothesis was my favorite book. The amount of butterflies that I got from that book were insane. I stayed up till, I'm someone who religiously went to bed before I moved to Italy, religiously went to bed at 11 p.m. every night. Like, I shut, I could not control it. The Love Hypothesis was probably one of the only books of my life that kept me up till the dawn, like dawn. Like, birds were chirping, sun was rising, and I was screaming. Oh, my God, I loved it. I loved it, I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. What a good romance. What, so, when I was writing my own spicy scenes because obviously I've got nothing to compare it to so it's all in my head so I, I had to I had to do some research of like how other authors were writing these type of scenes and who's were making me feel things who I was like getting grossed out by who I was cringing by and what my type of writing was for these types of scenes and by far Ali Hazelwood was my numero uno bible you know of a spicy scene she the the woman knows how to write about body parts okay <laughs> she gets description. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, wait, I'm like blushing. I love her so much. Uh, I love her so much. Okay. Ali Hazelwood. Um, so, and also I just read Love Theoretically, her other book. And you know, I love that. Shut up. I love that. She's also a scientist. She's a scientist in real life. And she's just writing romance books on the side, on the side. Who does that? That's crazy. Um, so I just, have nothing but respect for her, and she's Italian. I don't even think English is her first language. Wait, I'm gonna actually throw up and die. She's so freaking cool. Anyways, February 6th, her book Bride comes out, which is something she's never done before. Her other books have always been about women in STEM because like I just said, she is a woman in STEM. So that's her field. And it was cool to learn about the intricacies of this field that I will never step foot into because my brain is not powered like that. But now she's entering a completely new world, a new territory, and that is excited to read it she's literally writing a vampire romance and not even just vampires also werewolves wait I can't actually contain how excited I am. Um, okay, let me read you a little bit of the description. Um, it's a dangerous alliance between a vampire bride and an alpha werewolf become a love deep enough to sink your teeth into into this new paranormal romance. That's all I need to know. Honey, baby girl, baby child, baby blood sucker. I think it's like, wait, let me double check, but I think it's like in a, range, a marriage of convenience. I wanna say it's a marriage of convenience. A dangerous alliance. Exchange. Yeah. 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 Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. It's it's giving it's it's giving it's going to change my life. It's giving I'm going to be consumed by this book. And I just saw Pauline from the books I've loved on Instagram. She was just talking about this book and said it's a seven out of five stars. And Pauline is the one that first talked about the love hypothesis. So I, tr- I trust this girl. So I cannot. Oh my- and her other book, Love Theoretically, wasn't as big of a fan as I was of the love hypothesis. But nonetheless, the spice was so nice, okay? This girl, this girl knows what the women want. She knows. Highly recommend, highly recommend. Also, if you're a fan of Adam Driver, all I can say is pick up that damn book. Pick up that damn book okay wow okay i'm sorry oh my god is it is it did someone turn up the heat because i'm boiling i'm boiling okay sorry sorry i'll stop now can i order it now ugh it won't come until february 6th annoying it's okay ali i'll wait for you The next book I want to talk about, not like my usual recommendations because it's YA. And I tend to steer clear from YA because I just like adult themes more, um, truthfully. So I'm not usually into it, but that being said, I read this book maybe last year or the year before by this author and completely became obsessed with it. It is a page-turner, kept me on the edge of my seat the entire time, and it was so creative. And it was Ace of Spades by Farida Abike. It was Gossip Girl meets Get Out. And that description fits it perfect. Like, that's exactly what it was. It took place at a really, like, ritzy boarding school. But it had elements of racism in it that were so horrifying. And it was so suspenseful the entire time that I couldn't recommend it more. So this book is also at a boarding school. Oh no, the other one wasn't, sorry, it wasn't at a boarding school, it was at a private school. This one's at a boarding school. And it's a girl new to boarding school discovers dark secrets and cover-ups about her roommate's disappearance. So it's Said Hussein is starting her third year of high school, this time at the prestigious Alfred Noble Academy boarding school after being homeschooled all her life. Misfortune has clung to her seemingly since birth, but even she doesn't expect her new roommate, Elizabeth, to dis- disappear after Said's first night or for people to think Sade has something to do with it. With rumors swirling around her, Sade catches the attention of the girls collectively known as the unholy trinity. That's so fun. And they bring her into their fold. Between learning more about them, especially Persephone, who Sade is explicitly drawn to and playing catch-up in class, Sade already has so much on her plate. But when it seems people don't care enough about what happened to Elizabeth, it's up to she and Elizabeth's best friend, Boz, to investigate and then a student is found dead oh my god I mean even reading the description I forgot that I was talking on the podcast because it was so intriguing it's so captivating like she is such a captivating writer and I promise you if you're anything like me this book will absolutely consume you consume you and you will devour it in a couple of days I'm not a fast reader at all you know, I, I take my time. Even my m- most favorite books, I takes weeks for me to finish it. Um, Cause I like to annotate, whatever, and I like to take my time with them. But this book I read, I think in like two or three days. I just was flying through it. Cause you have to know what happens, which is why I should read more mysteries and thrillers. But Farida's books specifically are incredible. So I'm super excited for that one. Um, okay, and now the final book the final book, the one that is probably not going to be any surprise to anyone because I only talk about this author mm, every day of my life. Okay. I have a quote from her tattooed on my body. It's permanent. And if she wanted me to, I would go to war for her. Okay. Okay. Let's get that clear. This woman is my savior. I love her. She really Transformed me, I think, as a writer, as an individual, as a thinker, as a creative. And if she wanted to be a part of my life permanently, I would accept that. I would accept that. I would accept that. So, Lee Bardugo, if you're listening, Lee, Lee, it's me, Lee. I have made so many TikToks about her, and she has seen some of them. When I made the TikTok about Hellbent, I know she saw it. And I still, I can't believe that. Oh, my God. I get, like, lightheaded when I think about it. Um, It really changed my life when I knew that she was at least, like, a little aware of me. She's seen my face, which is crazy. But, yeah, I stand by everything what I said with with Hellbent um that book is brilliant it's a brilliant book oh my god okay but we're not talking about Hellbent we're talk. we're not talking about Ninth House no siree we're talking about the new book that's coming out okay that I have never experienced so much excitement for something okay how are people already rating it on Goodreads you know, I have a bone to pick. Oh my God. Sorry, on I'm like looking it up on Goodreads. And she says, this is probably the most romantic and most character-driven story I've written. That <laughs> makes me want to throw up. Because if it's more romantic than Six of Crows, Ninth House, Hellbent, then I don't think I'm going to make it to the end of the book. I don't think I am. Oh my god, I don't think I am like I'm gonna freak. I'm gonna freak the freak out Anyways, my issue with Goodreads is that my book obviously has not come out yet, and people two people rated it one star, which is whoever you are, did I really do something to you that badly that you have to hurt me like that? Because then when you go on my book on Goodreads, it like has three stars. But it's so annoying because it's like it's not a genuine three stars because no one's read the book yet. I except my sister. So that sucks. And don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Anyways, but we're not talking about me, okay? Who cares about me? Let's talk about Lee. Lee. Okay, I'm going to read the full description because I think it just warrants that. It needs it. You need to know the context. It's a romance. (laughs) It's character-driven, which are my favorite books. Bitch, I'm dying. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm yelling. (laughs) Let's get into it. In a shabby house. Already, already, I love it. In a shabby house on a shabby street in the new capital of Madrid, (coughs) Lucia Cotado uses scraps of magic, it's magic, to get through her days of endless toil as a scullion. But when her scheming mistress discovers the lump of a servant, Lucia, Lucia, I hope I'm saying that right, cowering in the kitchen is actually hiding a talent for little miracles she demands Lucia uses those gifts to better the family's social position what begins as simple amusement for the bored nobility takes a perilous turn when Lucia garners the notice of Antonio Perez the disgraced secretary of Spain's king still reeling from the defeat of his armada the king is desperate for any advantage in the war against England England's heretic queen. And Perez will stop at nothing to regain the king's favor. Determined to seize the one chance to better her fortunes. Louise... I keep oh my god, Luzia plunges into a world of seers and alchemists, holy men and hucksters, where the line between magic, science, and fraud is never certain. But as her notoriety grows, so does the danger that her Jewish blood will doom her to the Inquisition's wrath. She will have to use every bit of her wit and will survive, even if that means en- enlisting the help of one, there is no way on literal hell and earth I'm going to say this name right. I'm really bad when names start with a G but then you don't pronounce them with a G. Hold on, I can't get this wrong because it'll be embarrassing. <gasps> Malfoy, why does this dumb bitch of a dog bark at the most inconvenient times? Gillian, okay, Gillian, Gillian. That's a fun name, it's kind of hot. Okay, Um. even if that means enlisting the help of Gillian Santangel. Sant'angel, an embittered immortal. Now write those name, write those words on my gravestone. Embittered immortal. When I hear that, I go absolutely looney tunes, okay? Cause you know an embittered immortal is holding in so much tension. And what do we know about Cameron? What do we know about me is that I live for tension. I live for morally gray. I live for a, a hidden sadness and an exterior of harshness. Okay. That's, that's what I am. Okay. It's not what I am, but Every character I write will have that. I'm just gonna put it out there now. I I can't do anything else because I love the juxtaposition. I love the passion. An embittered immortal familiar title whose own secrets could prove deadly for them both. This comes out April 9th. And was I offered an arc? (laughs) no but that's okay like I don't even I don't even care though it's fine it's fine it's fine anyways um those are the books everyone I just I genuinely just made myself sad by remembering that I was not given an arc but that's okay because I will just be a pre-order. I'll be a pre-order. I'll be one for Lee. Um, that's it for today's episode. Those are the books that I wanted to talk about. The ones that I will certainly be buying. I really want to know what books you will be buying so I can add it to my list. Um, anyways, I hope you enjoyed the today's episode. I hope you have a fantabulous new year and I hope you keep reading, keep it weird and, and keep it literary okay signing off it's cameron the chamber of secret books if you'd like to follow me on instagram you can at the chamber of secret books on tiktok at chamber of secret books and maybe one day on youtube but let's cross that bridge when we get to it um and you can pre-order my book on PanMacmillan.com, and it will be available for pre-order in the u.s pretty soon i don't know if i'm allowed to tell you that but i did love you peace out rock on I'm just kind.